1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Shh. Services
0: are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. The Kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stephon Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: With our activists around the world and Hispanic Heritage Month is just around the corner. We wanted to start the celebration off a little early. Uh, And, you know, we actually let Shark Week pass before we we can actually discuss all the wonderful things. I know you love sharks. I
0: do. I do.
1: (laughs) I must ask, what's your favorite shark movie?
0: I mean, my favorite shark movie is, in fact, Jaws. I like Jaws too. Okay. So a lot of people don't. Uh, I like Jaws four, Jaws three, <laughs> Jaws four is. But ba- I want everybody to know. I re- I realize it's a really bad movie. But a <laughs> lot of shark movies are really bad. I think yes. we need to uh, confront this fact. Yes. So a lot of times I watch a shark movie and I enjoyed it, but I'm like, I will never watch that again. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I actually have not ever seen Sharknado. I have seen Sharks in Venice. Oh really. I haven't. I feel like it's a failure on my part. It really Um, is. I should. I should. I know I've seen the, one of the Sharknado's has the Pope in it and he's played by Fabio. So I'm like, (laughs) how how can I not watch that? I don't know. What are you doing with your life? Are you a true (laughs) shark movie fan? I mean, for someone who has said I want to have a podcast that's just about shark movies, you're right. I gotta clean up my axe. <laughs>
1: right. Well, you know, that's who we're gonna talk about. We're actually gonna talk about a person who actually does have a podcast about sharks and all things science. Also, apparently does movie reviews yes. for shark movies mm-hmm. and is actually qualified, not that you're not, because you are <laughs> a connoisseur of movies, so it's, please don't yes. think I'm, I'm implying such, mm-hmm. but is actually a marine biologist who <laughs> studies sharks. So today we are actually talking about Melissa, Christina, Marquez, who uh, we've actually mentioned before on our shark episode.
0: We did, which we reran recently after we missed Shark Week. Yes. (laughs) And I did talk (laughs) about Jaws for the revenge in there. So (laughs) check that one out. Um, And also I think, yes, I think that Marquez should come on the show And we can talk about shark movies. Yeah, Um, I think it'd be beautiful. I think it would be. Uh, Marquez is an advocate and an educator in the marine science world. The Puerto Rican scientist was raised in Mexico and has been all over the world, raising awareness and educating people about ocean conservation and marine sciences. Marquez received her Bachelor's of Science from New College of America, a Master's in Marine Biology from Victoria University of Wellington in New Zealand, and went on for her doctorate in philosophy at the Curtin University in Australia. That is probably not how you pronounce it. I am so sorry, but please write in and let me know. Her thesis focused on conservation of elasmobranchs, um, ecology, public perception, and legal protection. Uh, Marquez elaborated about her current studies, saying, I'm using drones and cameras to figure out how sharks use their space and what kind of oceanographic processes influence a shark's habitat use. Is it pH? Is it the structure of habitat? Is it the type of prey available? What is going on that makes an animal choose one area over another, even though it looks the same to us?
1: Yeah, you can go and look at her uh, specific studies and what she's very interested in on her own site, melissacristinamarquez.com and you should because she's got some fascinating things on there. Uh, But the 29-year-old has been busy with her work, not only researching but writing and advocating and speaking and traveling all around the world. Her history, much like many when it comes to sharks can be dated back when she was seven much like many because I think people are so fascinated. Watching the Discovery Channel's Shark Week. I still have yet to watch a whole episode because I'm terrified (laughs) I'm hardly scared of the ocean I have a lot Mm -hmm. of fears yes (laughs) she <laughs> stated in an interview with the BBC, I remember seeing a great white shark breaching, so flying through the air, essentially, and I was hooked. By the end of the show, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to study these animals. Um, and not only has she done that, she herself has appeared on the iconic show as well. Her story was a bit different, uh, and very dramatic. While filming in Cuba for Shark Week in 2018, Marquez was bitten by a 10-feet long crocodile as she was diving to find a hammerhead shark. Uh, She told Jezebel about the incident, saying, While diving in the shallows, we suddenly saw this big figure, and we moved our lights. We realized it was an American crocodile. We knew that there were crocodiles around. We just didn't know they were that close. Toward the end of our dive, when they were taking out the lights and whatnot, my comms mask started acting up. I was having a really hard time communicating. I couldn't hear what was going on, and I was getting sprayed in the face with salt water every now and then. It was just really uncomfortable. So when my dive buddy signaled, hey, I'm going up, I'm like, perfect as he was going up and as i was about to go up i was kneeling on my knees on the sandy bottom it wasn't that deep at all i could stand suddenly i felt really hard pressure on my left calf and i was like that's weird i thought that's my fin and suddenly i started getting dragged backwards and was like nope that's not a fin
0: yikes (laughs) her (laughs) ability to remain calm during the situation is a credit to her survival Though the crocodile did try to drag her further, it finally released her, and she was able to go back to the surface. She got treatment for her leg, but did have a rough night as infection could occur, so had to be put on some strong antibiotics. But she was able to finish another day of recording um, and go on to get the full treatment she needed. And her overall attitudes are one who understands predators and wildlife, that it was a crocodile being a crocodile, a predator living its life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's always impresses me in these things where people are like, yeah, I'll go back in the water. It was just them being them. Like, wow.
1: Yeah, and actually you can go and find this interview on Jezebel. There's a clip from that episode where you see this crocodile, and it looks massive and scary as hell. Uh, And here the recording, when they're talking about it, they did actually uh, release that footage. Um, And she showed in her, I think, on Instagram, uh, the bite marks. It's pretty incredible.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, this, this what we're talking about is something she is fierce in talking about as well, um, conserving and preserving the species out there, especially sharks. Uh, she said in her interview about her studies, I'm really interested in seeing what kind of factors sway our perception of sharks. Why do some people love sharks while other people hate them? How can we better foster this sense of coexisting with sharks because we're always going to have positive and negative interactions with predators? It's important that we find the most effective and sustainable management of these animals that also allows us to thrive beside them. Uh, And she talks about what she sees as her role. Quote, I'm an ocean ambassador. I think we need people to combat misinformation about wildlife, nature, usable energies, and the whole green movement. We need science communicators to take the science and digest it in an easy manner for the general public to be able to understand it. And she goes on, what I'm scared of is having an ocean without sharks because they are so important economically, ecologically, and culturally that not having them in this giant ecosystem and we are already starting to see some effects that can
1: have, but on a widespread scale, it's terrifying to think of. Right. Um, And she has done so much in making sure to bring awareness. She started Fin's United Initiative, which is, quote, a shark, skate, ray, and chimera education and conservation program aiming to unite fin lovers worldwide. Uh, They go on to say on their site, our mission is to provide easy to access information on all sharks and their relatives worldwide through partnerships with educational institutions and other programs. And if you actually go to their site, they have a lot of links for resources. And it shows that she started this in 2013 to bring about education. And that's not the only way she's been educating. She has a podcast called *Conciencia Azul, which focuses on, quote, native Latinx scientists uh, discussing their studies and challenges within the fields. And by the way, it's an all Spanish-speaking podcast, which is very, very cool. They want to make sure they are highlighting and really uh, bringing out the voices of the Latinx community. Love it. Uh, She's also written for Scholastic Publishing, uh, Wild Survival, and has her own story about surviving the crocodile attack as well as Swimming with Sharks very cool children's book to learn and educate uh, the young youngins about these uh, awesome creatures. Uh, of course, that's not her only accolade. She's been named Forbes 30 Under 30 Science and also named InStyle's 2021 one of the 50 Badass Women list as well. Um, she has been on many other lists as well as being seen in different types of articles. She has published plenty of scientific articles as well as bringing awareness of what's happening today in the different seas and oceans and about her studies and why it's important that we pay attention uh, to what's going on. around around the world.
0: Yeah, her enthusiasm is very, very contagious. Yeah, she's she's great. And I definitely want to check out this movie review, Shark Movie Review Podcast. You really should. Yes, yes. And I love how much stuff she's doing and how passionate she is. It's great. And as always, uh, if there's somebody we should be highlighting or something we should be highlighting in this segment, please let us know. You can email us at Stephanie and MomStuff at com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. I would call her one of the 50 most badass women. Christina. Absolutely. No question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stop on Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC
1: Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking.